Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. You're probably already there. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with his wife, Sarah, that you just heard. He's going to sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on JackieCation.com the website. There are many ways to support the show. The Amazon link is one. You can use an Amazon link from JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com to go to Amazon. You order like normal and it supports the show. There is a straight up donation button, PayPal or Venmo to this uh, email address that is mine, Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can just donate to the show if you like the show a lot. I think PayPal has figured out a way to do a monthly. If you want to go monthly, please do. Other ways to support the show if you want to is you can buy merch. There's Dork Forest t-shirts and all the shirts are union made here in America. So they run a little big. Union Bayside. So if you want to look up their size chart. And then the other merch is my stand-up merch. On JackieCation.com, you can watch me do stand-up. You can look at my schedule and the stand-up merch, a couple of different t-shirts, couple of different enamel pins, and all my CDs and my DVD. If you want to live stream my DVD, it's over there at ComedyFilmNerds.com. They have a live streaming capability, or you can get a hard copy of the DVD on my website. Oh, there are premium episodes at Bandcamp. TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Valerie Tosi. Valerie Tosi, stand-up comic, uh, friend of the stars. What? (laughs) Uh, Welcome to my home in Van Nuys, California. Oh, thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. Well, it is a good time, isn't it? It and is. We're going to dork out hardcore, but let, let's let people know that Valerie Tosi is a stand-up comic and very funny. And it's Valerie, like you would spell Valerie. Yes. Underscore Tosi, T-O-S-I, how I would spell Tosi. Valerie underscore Tosi at Instagram and, and Twitter. I'm going to stop you and I should have done this before. It's yeah. Tosi. <laughs> is it Tosi? <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to make a long O for some reason. I, you know, it's funny. Everybody messes it up and... Uh, there are very few people that say it correctly, and I'm always taken aback when they do, where I almost yeah. feel like I have to correct them to say it the wrong way, because <laughs> no, I'm no. so used to it. If you could say it wrong, and then I could correct you, that'd be awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> I am so sorry. No, it's okay. And uh, But I want there to be two S's. So I'm going to go Tossy. Great. Uh, Valerie Tossy, yep. you guys. And ValerieTossy.com uh, has a tour page, and you're about to actually go on a, like a, a week-long run yeah. on the East Coast yeah. with Jeff May, who's been on the program. He has. Talking about uh, comic book artists. Oh, I'm so glad you know, because I asked him, because I was like, I don't know what you did. Oh, <laughs> I should know when I come artists. in. Yeah. <laughs> the artists of comics. Yes, yes. And he went down a rabbit hole. He was great. He was he really is, great. His brain is a, is a terrifying place to live. It's a long box. Yep. That guy has got some comic book knowledge. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Right. But you are here with us here. Now, you also do a, a, a stand-up show at the Improv yes. for se- second Monday? Second Monday of the month. Second Monday called the Mermaid Comedy Hour. Yes. And I have done it, and it is delightful. It is a very fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in Los Angeles. But go to ValerieTossi.com. <laughs> 
ValerieTossi.com slash tour to see where you are on the East Coast, May 20 through 26. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, here we Rangers, go. here we go. <laughs> it's a musical episode of The Dork Forest. What? You've been to a lot of live music. Yes, I have. You're going to talk to me about the artists, which I may or may not know. This is going to be my favorite part of it, is that you're going to probably, if you if you know five, I'll be so happy. And the venues <laughs> that I will know none of. <laughs> For their probably sporting event venues. Oh, man. In many cases. which Sports an, ball. And another thing that I do not know. So <laughs> pick, uh, pick, pick an, what, what was one of your favorite concerts that you've ever been to? Okay. In the last year or two. Let's okay. go with that. Uh, one of them actually just happened about two weeks ago. What? I, I know. Um, I went to the Troubadour. Which is an excellent venue in Hollywood. Right. Uh, well, West Hollywood, technically. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's a very old venue. And uh, it's very small. They only it only has like a four hundred person capacity. Yeah. And so they used to do a lot of stand up comedy there, like back in the day. Carlin and, and everybody kind of played there. That is then, back in the day. Yeah. And then bands like Fleetwood Mac, before they were super huge, played there. Oh wow! And um, it's a really neat venue. However, as I get older, my problem with venues like that is I'm like, I just want to sit. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's why I've I've never gone. I yeah. was born 107, <laughs> and now that I'm actually approaching 100, uh, those two things are merging together, and nobody cares that I don't want to not sit. It's so tough because you you're like I'll be okay, and then like 40 minutes in, you're like oh this is <laughs> I could leave now, and I would have seen the most of it right. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. We went and saw live music about a, three months ago, two months ago, and it was at something like the Troubadour or Whiskey or mm-hmm. something like on Sunset Boulevard. And 45 minutes into it, I was like, mm, we could. <laughs> and they were all covers anyway. We saw a band out of, uh, that had, like a YouTube band. Oh, that's funny. That's how sad. But they were super fun. They're called Scary Pockets. And they do. What a delightful name. Yes. And they do covers. Uh, they funk up uh, uh, songs that are not funk. Oh, that's cool. So the, their YouTube page is, 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 and most of the songs are great. Some of them, uh, a bit of miss, hit and miss, but uh, but most hits. Most Mostly they kind of nail, it's all about the arrangement, obviously. So yeah. it's kind of lovely. Oh, I'm going like, to look it up. Yeah. What? So what did you go see at the Troubadour? So I went and saw Melissa Etheridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Country music star, Melissa Etheridge. Well, kind of, ro- she's like rock, like, well, yeah. country music has, has changed so much that it's no longer country music to some extent, right? It's well, it's she's pretty, just, she's pretty much rock. I wonder, well, maybe I wonder if you're thinking of somebody different. I always am. I mean, it's, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. Uh, okay, so, so she she's known um, like her big hit. Maybe she's is, is she folk? No, she's she's full. She on was like rock. she was she um, came out in the eighties and like like very like tail end of the eighties, but she was big in the nineties. Okay, um, so she did like come to my window. <laughs> she did. Um, I'm the only one. Sure. Uh, she did. Um, did she do all these that night? Yes, yes. So she was doing basically. She doesn't normally play venues that small, but she was promoting her new album called okay. The Medicine Show. So they did a one night only, like sold out in like thirty seconds, and uh, it <laughs> was you get cre- tickets? You I, get tickets? because I'm a psycho, and whenever I get <laughs> yeah yeah this, <laughs> like this is your dork job. this is yeah. your yeah. So whenever I get the emails, I sit there both with my laptop and my phone with the page mm-hmm, pulled mm-hmm. up on each, and I just pray to God one of them gets through. And um, so far, I'm two for two recently with. Uh, one night shows that were going to sell out in a second and uh, laptop went through both times, which I thought I actually thought my phone was going to go through before right, laptop. Right. right. But um, yeah, I went and it was, uh, it was really great. I, I actually started working on a new bit about it because um, I started talking about being bisexual on stage 
and congratulations uh, thank you thank you how exciting <laughs> and um half the people turned this up um <laughs> oh no so, half the people no, turned it up yeah that's <laughs> they're like thank god someone else has talked about their attraction to everyone i have a new bit that i'm just like uh you know, see, it's like I went to a Melissa Etheridge concert last week alone and I had my boyfriend pick me up. That's the most bisexual <laughs> thing you can possibly do. Oh, wait. She's gay. That's so she's, how I know Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. She was a gay icon in yes. the early ni- yes. late 80s, early 90s. Yes. Okay. I thought that was, that meant she was country music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those two things don't go anywhere near each other. No There's no Venn diagram that. that that works on, Jackie. Anyway, That's so keep, funny. Keep keep writing, Jackie. But, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, the show was great. I actually, um, I was right down in the front because it's small anyway. But yeah, this is the first 400. time. That, yeah, the first time that I left a concert where I was like, oh, I can't hear anything. Like I, I should have brought by the mics. I was or dead center, speakers. but like right by the speakers. So yeah. I'm like, I should have brought headphones or uh, yeah, earplugs. Yeah. But it was great. I mean, it was one of the best shows I've been to in a long time. She's, you know, she's a little bit older now, but she's, her voice is still great. And she, she was a mad woman. She was like shredding Jumping on the around. guitar. She also like got behind the drums, was playing the drums. Oh, wow. She, yeah, she was really awesome. It was a really good show. Oh, that's, oh, that's, now I know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> All it took was three minutes. So three minutes into every performer that you mentioned, I'll be like, Oh. I can't wait to see the, the look of discovery on your face. <laughs> well, time. we can all look forward to the, each 10 minutes of this episode. Um, well, that's cool. And the, and the Troubadour doesn't have any seats. It's all standing have, like a rock. Well, there, there's a balcony section that has a cup, like a couple rows of benches. But normally they block that off for like, as you call it, suits. Like ah, all the big wigs. The haircuts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The suits of the world. They got to sit. Yeah. Because they have to judge. Yeah. So maybe it's her label people who are like, mm, seen yeah. it. It's, seen it. <laughs> seen it. It's always that or like um, if they're in, if they're going to have an appearance soon on, you know, like Ellen or okay. Jimmy Kimmel or something, like a lot of those producers will be up there too before they um, perform. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I wonder why. I mean, it's not like musicians are going to... F- I mean, I suppose... I don't know anything. I was about to say, it's not like musicians ever do anything interesting on those shows. (laughs) Holy shit, Jackie. Uh, Shut up. Uh, Sometimes they do, right? Sometimes they sing the song that they weren't supposed to sing. Isn't that something that musicians have done? I feel like they used to do that when they could. But now, you know, when... Now everything's micromanaged. Yeah. Especially back then when things were actually live. Right, because now, now they could now just cut it. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're filming this, and this will air in a month. And you're like, right. oh, okay. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter to the children. I know. And, or whatever they were going to like affect some sort of change. Yeah. Interesting. So Melissa Etheridge is a... F- have you seen her before? No, it was my first time. Okay. Yeah. That's she was, She was a bucket list person that I had been wanting to see for a long time. Interesting and, um, bucket list. You've started early. Well played. I th- uh, you are- well, don't worry. I have a long bucket list of people that I still <laughs> need to see. That's a big bucket. It, I, it's a very big bucket. And it gets... It, well, that's the thing is like music just continues to produce more <laughs> artists. So it's like it, it just keeps growing. You right. Know? Everyone keeps... Uh, uh, growing up and learning how to play the guitar, so it <laughs> or turns out, or learns how to press a button nowadays. And now I'm also old. <laughs> you are also <laughs> born a hundred, going yes, oh. press the button. Well, I'm always so much more impressed with people when they actually do play their own instruments. Okay, as, or any just band yeah. that has it. Like now, there's so much of it is electronic, and I just like I was a band kid, so I. I appreciate oh, right. that so much more. You're, yeah. I, see, I love a marching band. Oh, yeah. I love the big band. <laughs> it all falls apart at jazz. Uh, Jelly Roll Morton, on board. Uh, <laughs> up until mm, Miles Davis, saw him live once. Uh, Did you? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And uh, it was really cool. 
I didn't get it. And I like the trumpet. <laughs> Have you so. ever been to, um, there's a venue called the Baked Potato. Have you ever been there? No. It's out here. Uh, I think it's in the, I think it's in the Valley, if I remember correctly. I've only been once, but they do a lot of um, like really weird experimental jazz. Oh. And it is, I, I, back when I was uh, engaged, uh, oh, wow. uh, the guy that I was engaged to, he was a big musician who went through like Musicians Institute. So he dragged me to one of the shows there. Oh, okay. And I was like, I love music. And this is not, this is for uh, you. Oh God. <laughs> this is noise. I appreciate the experience. However, well, that's it. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is everybody is, I mean, and it would be so hard to introduce sort of new music, right? I mean, mm. rock. Okay. So there was jazz, which was new. Mm -hmm. And then there was rock and roll, which came from jazz and, yeah. and blues. Those were new. And then after rock, there were several genres like of Like alternative. Rock. And, right. Yeah. And then hip hop, rap. And then there's electronic EDM, mm -hmm. which I think is a new kind of music, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Anything since then? Anything happening? Uh, ah, I anybody? mean- Banging on a, a, a pot and pan and, and bringing it. <laughs> there, yeah, that's the thing. There really isn't as much experimental, I guess, or music not, now. Not in our circles, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they're just, I think more, more so now it's kind of combining genres in a way okay. to like make a quote unquote new sound, even though it's taking old sounds and making something new. Right. I like, I remember, <laughs> I remember in the seventies uh, when... <laughs> People started putting strings back into rock. Remember they would put like a violin yeah. or trumpets and a sax? And you're like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're taking this guitar rock and you're mixing it with big band or you're mixing it with classical. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. And But there isn't – and then hip-hop, of course, uh, would sample stuff and, and, that, and, that, and that was something too. Yeah. So – you, and you said you liked all different kinds of genres. I do, yeah. So. I've, I've been to a lot of different types of concerts. Like, What was your first concert? Oh, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> so my first concert... <laughs> my first concert ever, I brought the ticket stub from. Well, cool for you for keeping the ticket stub. I keep. I try to keep a lot of them. That's actually one of the bummers now is that so much of it is like mobile ticketing. Yeah. So you don't get the hard copy ticket anymore. It's just all the shitty printout ones. It's like, mm. I'm not going to print that out. It's lame. Right. So I do have the first concert that I ever went to. And um, so I grew up, like, my family growing up had no money. We were right. very, very poor. Where were you? Uh, I grew up in Lynn, Massachusetts, which is a horrible garbage fire of a city. <laughs> outside and of Boston? It's uh, Yeah, it's just outside of Boston. Fantastic. Uh, Anywhere near Worcester? Uh, no, Worcester's like more like towards uh, Western Mass, a mm -hmm, little bit, Central mm -hmm. Mass. Lynn is just outside of Boston. And uh, the slogan for Lynn is Lynn Lynn City of Sin. You never come out the way you came in. <laughs> Holy shit. That's been that a, is a commitment yeah, to really being a garbage fire of a town. It's crazy. It's been around <laughs> since the 1600s, which is oh, insane. So and it's just and that horrible. slogan was written in 1634, it turns out, <laughs> when they were like, eh, we're just going to own it. Yeah. It's crazy. There's even like more to the like little rhyme about like gin joints and like women. Like, and it's just, it's, it's really insane. Could you please... <laughs> Do you know the? Whole I don't. Song? I actually okay. I didn't realize there was more until I I looked it up because I was um I was writing a bit about it and so I looked it up to see exactly um how old it was and yeah. that's when I found out that it was a from the 1600s right. and b that there was like even more stanzas of this poem. <laughs> I was just like, this is awful. Do you know when the poem was written? I know the 1600s. So I have to see exactly when. I'll look it up. Oh, that was written back in the day. Yeah, back like Pilgrim days. Yes, that's how bad it was. It was awful. And, and here we are, <laughs> 400 years later. Still trash. 
Still a trash fire. Yeah. Nobody's gentrified. Lynn, Massachusetts. Yeah, we're basically the plastic straws of Massachusetts. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> wow. That is a commitment to some shitty behavior yeah. that I find uh, kind of attractive. It's a little, I mean, you know. You ever think about giving up and just going home, crawling into a bottle, calling it, <laughs> calling it a day? Well, it's funny because my family doesn't live there anymore. When I was like 11 or 12, we moved up north to Salisbury, Massachusetts, which is um, just, another, just another gross beach town. <laughs> so we went from one gross place to another and um it's i mean it's right on the it's um the next town over is technically in new hampshire so we're okay. like as north as you can get okay but so so yeah so we didn't have any money growing up and um you know this was right when all the boy bands were coming out oh right and, and the sink and all that yes um jackie <laughs> named one. it's great that you named that because that was my first what? concert in sync um, now look at the date my ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, this is Jackie Cation, and this is an ad for Postmates. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code DORK. That's code DORK for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it, Download Postmates and save with code DORK. Postmates, we all know what it is. I just did it for the first time. Uh, it's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, anything you need, anything you want, all the time, right? Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They offer delivery from all restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could ever want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. I just ordered. It was 45 minutes. This guy pulled up, brought me a bunch of groceries from Whole Foods. It was exciting. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. I followed him. I followed him up my street. It was pretty great. Anyway, thanks to Postmates for supporting the Dork Forest. Who could you ask to bring you chicken at 4 p.m. on a Friday afternoon? I didn't have to go to the grocery store. It was terrific. Guess who did it? Postmates. Let's get back into the show. Look at that day. 2450, you guys. Rain or shine. Great woods. No camera, tape, or beverage to see in sync. $4 facility charge included. Saturday, July 24th, 1999, 7.30 p.m. And did they start right on time or do they have an opening band? That's my question. If, I, if they had an opening band, I don't remember it. But this the was... The curse of the opening band. I know. Um, this one... How in in 1999? I was how old was I? 20 years ago. Uh, almost to the then to I the was month. 14 when I went to this. Nice work. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, Did you go alone with my like tiger beat probably under my arm in the my, hopes that maybe you would one day meet them? Oh my, prob yeah. Well, so it was. I went with my three best friends growing up. Um, two of them were sisters, and if I, I would have to guess that somebody else's parent paid for my ticket because yeah. there's no way that my dad was going to be like, you want how much money for what? Like there's just, you know what I mean? Like there's no way. So, you cannot imagine. Like, yeah. Uh, him ponying up $25. Absolutely not. And do you remember the ride there? Um, Kind of. I, I know we were what singing is Great like, Woods? so Great Woods has been a ton of different names now. It's a big venue out in Mansfield, Mass. Okay. So it used to be, it was Great Woods. Then I think it was the Tweeter Center. Oh. And now 
it was might it named be after like Subway the, sandwiches. Or uh, probably, I think it might be like the. St- it might not the Staples Center like out here, but it might be like this another Staples something. Okay, I can't. I have to look it up. Is it a stadium or? It's um, it's outdoor, so it's oh. yeah. So it, they have like you know part of the seats are covered, but then there's like a big lawn, mm-hmm. and um, it's a it's a really cool venue. One of my other favorite concerts that I've ever been to that I will tell you about as yes. well. After was I saw Eric Clapton there. Oh, there you go. I saw him once. I think. yeah. No, no, I saw George Thurgood. <laughs> It was just like Eric Clapton, you but different. <laughs> I am the worst. Um, <laughs> Wait, did he? Did Eric Clapton do a, do a cover of Frank Stone Cowboy? Um, I don't believe so. What I, I want to do... I have no idea who I saw. This is what I want to do, is I want to make you a mixtape and not label it, and I want you to guess everybody that's on it. Uh, all rules with mixtapes and Jackie Cation, eight songs. That's it. That's, that's, I will take a Spotify mix of eight songs oh my god that's and so you can funny. send it to me and i will listen to it and i will learn things someone made a spotify mix called the dope forest <laughs> because i was like i hadn't listened to anything past 2012 or that's something pretty great okay so so yes how so was the, the concert it was great so i remember that we we were in um so i think it was Paige and brooks parents that drove and they had a big old conversion van oh wow and so what we would do is we would pop up uh kind of, well what we would do and this is so dangerous we would play a game called called jello in the back so and this is horrifically illegal and the fact that her parents let us do this is probably not the best but we would fold down all the seats like yeah. and take out all the seats it was just flat in the back yeah. and then we would all lay down in the back of the van yeah with our arms like up like a mummy basically right. and you would all lay in a line and then you would have to basically because you would roll around right right and so the game was to not to be the last person without bracing yourself basically if you oh, went oh, over to see like, who could keep their yeah, ar- arms stay, like they were dead like, yes like in a coffin <laughs> okay because you're rolling around and you're slamming into the side of the car and like all that <laughs> so it was horrifically dangerous but um we also decorated the van because that was a big thing when you went to these crazy concerts right you got that, like tailgating kind of yeah yeah but which I mean, their parents get an award for driving a car with Justin Timberlake's face mm-hmm. plastered all over it oh my god that's so funny it was pretty great and it was great now where did you sit in great woods this one was i think a lawn seat yeah it was a lawn seat but i've actually seen them twice i saw them there and i also saw them <laughs> let me look at my, my other, steps let me, let me just look at my steps oh at foxborough stadium okay and this one the second one was um just a year later almost to the day actually it was july 22nd oh wow and um 2000 and um that one was their No Strings Attached tour. Okay. So they came down from the ceiling like they were puppets, like marionette puppets on strings, yeah. and like all came down and then like just like busted out of the strings and like did their, it was yeah. ridiculous. It was really fun. That's now is, what was that one? Foxwoods? That was uh, Fo- uh, Foxborough Stadium, which is where the Patriots play. Okay. Yeah. So that that was a giant football stadium yes, then. Yes. Okay. And was, were you... I went to one concert in a giant stadium, and it was terrible. Who was it? A Billy Joel. And, oh, I, yeah, okay. I saw Billy Joel as well. Oh, have to, you? To no one's surprise right now. <laughs> uh, I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. Because uh, yeah. I, I didn't, uh, Billy, I've seen five concerts live, probably, and then one tiny concert. I saw uh, Ario Speedwagon oh, at that's the fun. World Series of Rock uh, at County <laughs> Stadium in 1980. And then I saw... <laughs> Next next up, I saw oh, the no. Statler Brothers <laughs> in Madison, Wisconsin in 
1986 with my roommate who loved the Statler Brothers, and I was uh, very, very suspicious of them singing the national anthem as their first song. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then after that, I saw Billy Joel with her. And then after that, I saw I was in Minneapolis in the 90s. I saw Tori Amos. Oh, see, I would love to see her. In a tiny venue uh, where she sang about her rape. And that was super sad. Really and uplifting show. Super sad. I saw it with a guy named Big Tall Larry. And, I feel like uh, he shouldn't have been allowed at that show. <laughs> Big tall Larry, the nicest guy in the world. Oh, okay. He's and uh, yeah, he was he was a big tall savior, and uh, he was uh, one of the best. And then mm, I what? I went and saw the first uh, outdoor Jane's Addiction. Oh, really? Ice tea. <laughs> <laughs> would have had to have been a natural a, progression. <laughs> natural progression. It would have been in like 1991 or 92. It was the first outdoor. It was like one of those Lollapalooza. It was yeah, Lollapalooza. Okay. <laughs> it was. This, <laughs> here's a, here's where you actually beat me. I've been to a lot of see a lot of people are like. Well, yeah, you've seen a lot of artists, but like, how many of those were festivals? I've never been to a festival. What? Yeah, I know. Okay. So you've actually have me beat. I've never been to a festival. Uh, the idea of Coachella makes my skin crawl. Like I just, too I would Too many do, people, right? Too many people, too hot. Too many people that are just like, I can't deal with a bunch of idiots that are drugged out. And like, I just can't. Right. You want to go see this, the music yes. or have the, have the concert experience. Yes. Not a yes. festival I'm experience. Listen, I'm not a stick in the mud. I'm all for smoking a little pot. <laughs> you know, I'm You'll cool. You'll blaze up. Yeah. You're cool? Of course. So. Yeah. You guys, very tossy. Very cool. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> I mean, soup's cool, you guys. Um, so, uh, but yeah, like, I, I just, I can't do it. Like, I would do, I would do um, the one that's up in the, what is it? The the one that's up in San Francisco. Outlands? Yeah. Uh, out, 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 outside Lands? Outside, outside Lands. Lands. I did stand up there. There was music in the distance. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. I did forget that I once went to Summerfest and had a horrible festival experience. Summerfest. It's um, um, in Milwaukee every summer. It's great. I saw one weekend we went every time, and I just wanted to hit on sailors. I was fair. I was fifteen. It was a different time. It was a simpler time, <laughs> you guys. I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, I was a maroon, and that's when I saw George Thorogood and the Go Go's back to back, and uh, and then I saw Weird Al Yankovic. That's fun. I would like to see him too. Yeah, and then I saw Weird Al Yankovic another time, which I didn't think of as music, but it is music. Yeah, for he sings. <laughs> and uh, have you? So you've never seen Weird Al? No, but I would like to see him. He, okay. I know he was at the Ace Hotel, I think, maybe last year. Okay. I think. Is, uh, now, that's that has stand-up here. The Ace? Yeah. They, I think they do, like, major shows. Because there's the, the, like, the smaller stage that's next to the Ace. But then they have, like, because have you been into the Ace Hotel's, like, actual concert venue? Not offhand. Okay. So, it's, it's beautiful. It's right. very, very steep. So, there's, like, a, I think it, there's... The regular floor level, a mezzanine, and a balcony. Okay, but it's it's very like oh well, like know, so, very, yeah like no no nobody nobody no heads in front of you kind, everybody yeah pretty much it's just sort of you're, you're against you're a wall teetering <laughs> but um but the architecture inside is beautiful it's a very old theater and um it's they've done a really great job with it it's really pretty I saw Regina Spector there oh wow so, yeah so I saw her, I think she's the most recent I saw her and I saw Chris Christopherson there oh wow yeah two different or different were shows, they together different shows okay seems. <laughs> So weird. weird thing. What a weird. They're touring together. Who it turns out they're super good friends. <laughs> She's like a daughter to him. Uh, so yeah. So the that venue is really really cool. Okay. Um. But then okay okay where were we? So we NSYNC. we were at In Sync and then so the next concert after that yeah was Eric Clapton okay and so that uh that was when I was in college so there was a 
big spurts of time in between until now where like since I moved out here I've been just going to a ton of shows oh wow but when I went to see Eric Clapton I w- it was my parents anniversary and I was supposed to babysit my brother and sister for them so they could go out for dinner right and um <laughs> And my friend from college, because it was the summer in between freshman year of college and uh, sophomore year. Right. And he called me up and he was like, hey, uh, we have an extra ticket to Eric Clapton tonight. Do you want to go? And I was like, I I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to babysit for my parents. Like, yeah. it's their anniversary. I was like, oh, man. And my dad's like, what's going on? And I told him. And my and my mom was like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. That's really unfortunate. And my dad goes, go. <laughs> uh-huh. And he, she's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, if I could leave you here and go, I'd go. <laughs> I wow. Their love is palpable. It's, I can I mean, feel it can through you? that story. It's, uh, um, how was Eric Clapton? It was great. It was like, I mean, he was incredible. He's such an amazing guitar player. Okay. And seeing him, because now I think... He was in a band doing... before this, right? Yeah, yes. Was it the Who? He was in... What no, was he in? <laughs> I should stop he guessing. Was in, he was in Cream before oh, he was oh, so... Oh, then I don't feel bad, because who fucking Cream? Who knows Cream? A lot of people. A lot of people know Cream. Not this one. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. So, um... <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> I, want, I hope people are just breaking it's, things while they're listening. Well, to it's a fun drinking game, everyone. I mean, it's, knock yourselves out. It's, I'm going to have some coffee. I hope everyone knows how genuine that this <laughs> this is not contrived. Uh, I, Rangers of the Dark Forest know that there is no need to contrive my lack of knowledge <laughs> oh about things, and especially music. Anyway, so um, he was in cream. He, he was in cream. <laughs> well, good for him. Um, <laughs> So so here's a fun musical fact for yeah. you. So he was very good friends with the Beatles and especially George Harrison coming up. And George Harrison was in love with Eric Clapton's wife, <gasps> Patty, who I think they eventually got married. I think I think that's what happened. Two of the most famous songs ever written, like love songs ever written, are both about Patty. One written by oh. George Harrison, one written by Eric Clapton. Weird. Eric Clapton's is Layla. Okay. And that's not uh, Patty. And no, <laughs> you know, and um, I think it's Layla, right? Or is it Wonderful Tonight? No, it's okay. no, it's Layla. And then the George Harrison one is um, do you know the song Something? Not Something offhand. Something in the way she moves. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that one. Yeah, no, that's those awesome. are both about her. Oh wow. Yeah, crazy. Who the hell is she? I mean, is okay, she Helen of Troy? Re- I mean, what's serious? happening? <laughs> She's kind of the Helen of Troy of rock and roll. <laughs> that is awesome. Good yeah. for her yeah. for for really really getting it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who All knows? Right. Let's see who else I've seen that you haven't yes. heard of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what ancestry? Oh, this I brought just because it's funny. So, like I said, I was a band kid, and I also uh, I did a lot of musical theater and and choral shit right uh one of the favorite my favorite ridiculous things that i've ever done is i sang bank uh backup for a neil diamond tribute band and oh, there is go. that ticket stuff here is that. that ticket the diamond collection <laughs> holiday show at the majestic theater oh, yeah. in west springfield mm-hmm. yeah. uh, thursday december 16th 2004 wow that's late that, yeah, that's late for you to have been doing late. that because that sounds like you're a uh, uh, ascensioned human being at uh, that point yeah what are you singing uh, I'm just all like you know, like Sweet Caroline and all the stuff that he's famous for. That sure, just, yeah, who doesn't want to roller skate backwards? I'm- um, <laughs> <laughs> you remember Neil Diamond? It was always a, it was always a like thing? couples, couples skate, roller skate. See, I'm from Boston, so we just know it as like that was that's like the anthem is Sweet Caroline for like especially at ball games. So that's what I think of. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
With not skating backwards a couple Not roller skating. <laughs> I could never roller skate backwards, so I'm relatively obsessed about it oh, and have been for the last 70 years. Uh, um, I also got to see Elton John. What? And this was actually, um, he played at my college and they the tickets were expensive. And so obviously co- college kids can't afford to go. Right. So they wanted to, um, the section that was right by the stage, you know, the best seats. Yeah. They wanted to put really enthusiastic people there. Sure. So they gave everybody in the marching band <gasps> two tickets to go see it. Our marching band. Yeah. We, I was the, it was the UMass Minutemen marching band. It's one of the biggest exhibition bands. We had 350 people in our band. So they gave away 700 tickets Basically. for the front five rows yeah. or no, I don't think rows? everybody brought a plus one, but you could if you wanted to. Right, because yeah. you're in band. How's yeah. your social skills? I mean, <laughs> you got to find somebody. It's like, well, like, if I, why do I need a plus one? The only person that I would invite is already in already the band. Already in the band. I'm <laughs> hanging out with all of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved marching oh, band. Oh my God, me too. I, I actually, what did I, you play? I play, So in concert band, I played clarinet and bass clarinet. And then oh, in yeah. marching band, I played trombone. <laughs> Oh, I did uh, clarinet, bass clarinet, and then I played trumpet. Oh, fun! Yeah, so you got. To... I wasn't good at any of them. <laughs> it turns out uh, it's well, it's tough on your embouchure too because you're like you go from playing, especially when you're playing clarinet. It. It's yeah, and it's so tiny. Yeah, and then they're like, here, here's this gigantic mouthpiece for a trombone. And you're like, exactly this is awful. And uh, you got to be tall enough to send that out. Yeah, <laughs> you got to send. Oh, that. position seven. Right. Can I get a hand? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still play it at all? I play clarinet still. I was in a community band out here for a little while because I really missed it. Yeah. Um, but it was the rehearsals are tough because they're Fridays during the day and I would end up having like an audition or something so yeah. I couldn't make it. I'm thinking about going back because I do miss it because it was me and like I was the youngest person. It right, was, right. Like, there, a sea of old people. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. That is great. You know, I uh, I used to have a clarinet and then I lent it to a friend of mine who gave it to her husband who sent it to Poland. But <laughs> I know when you lend it to somebody... You no, didn't know that you were saying goodbye. No. <laughs> but here's the thing is I couldn't, uh, you know, if you don't use your embouchure, yeah. you lose your embouchure. Yeah. Bam. Bam. And you got to start over with the reeds. You got to go super bendy reed and build back up. Yeah. You're not going to be playing with a one or a two right away. No, no. 3.5. Anyone? Yeah. yeah. Who, let, let me hear my reed people. <laughs> the <laughs> <Shout> reed peeps. <laughs> shout out to my reed people out there. It's so funny. And uh, I remember Stephanie Courtney. Uh, this is an anecdote. Okay. Brief anecdote. Stephanie Courtney, who is Flo the Progressive oh, lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to do stand-up comedy. Still oh, is I didn't on know that. Groundlings. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, still is in the Groundlings. And she told a wonderful story. Her and her sister uh, did a duo one time at Largo in the late 90s. This is a thousand years ago. <laughs> and uh, they told the greatest story. It was about how they were in band in in high school. And one of them <laughs> played like the bass clarinet or the what it was something ridiculous yeah. and um one of them was first clarinet and the other one was bass clarinet so one of them and i think it was her sister sang the melody and then occasionally uh <laughs> stephanie courtney would go bum 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 one two three four two two three four fourteen two three four da, 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 two Two, three. Oh my god! And it was, and that was, and they did that for seven minutes, and it was really one of the funniest things I've That's ever. That's really great. Yeah, it was a great tiny sketch that I uh, genuinely. 
appreciate it. I love that so much. Yeah, it was pretty great. <sighs> I miss band so much. I know. I, really I do. It was, uh, it was a good one. So that, how was that though? Was that Elton John how, was great. Elton John yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Have you seen him since? No, that's the only time I've gone. I, uh, I, Andy has always wanted to see uh, Elton John. Okay. I have never wanted to sit through Benny and the Jets. Uh, so together, <laughs> we've I'm never gonna, you gone. Know what? I'm proud of you for knowing one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only reason I know is because it enrages me when it comes on. Because I'm really? uh, Why? Well, because initially I go, oh, I love this song. And then six minutes later, I'm like, why is this fucking song still going? And, uh, and I'm like, I can't face it. We did an Elton John field show one year. Like oh, yeah? we did, um, oh. we did, uh, what is it? It was, well, it wasn't the whole field show, but we did like a medley of his stuff. We did, um, I love uh, a medley. <laughs> I genuinely, was, there was, um, Cro- Crocodile Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that one that's like, don't let the sun go down on me, whatever, oh, that's, yeah. whatever that name of that is. And then, uh, it was those two. And then the one that's in Moulin Rouge. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, I do. I can't remember what it is. And what did you make as a, as a, as a band? I don't even remember. flower? I don't even know. <laughs> Rocket? <laughs> I don't remember. Rocket we band. did have a, a vocalist for it, which was cool. Oh, cool. And uh, that, yeah, that was really fun. And it was, because we did a lot of like, because we were an exhibition band, so we didn't compete, but we did a lot of like silly, like, yeah. basically the, the equivalent of crowd work. <laughs> yeah. As a group, as 350 people doing crowd work. Yeah. And you'd become an arrow. You, in the front row. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. It was so fun, though. We had a great time. Um, That's great. All right. What else do I got over here? Um, Okay. Here's a good, here's a fun one. Have you ever heard of a band? I'm going to guess no. Called (laughs) Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Wow. Nope. Okay. So they're a British band. They're very, very gigantic over there. They like opened for the Olympics and like all that stuff. So back when I was, uh, I was working in a bar in Burbank called Barney's Beanery. Yep. And I worked there for a long time. And I, I met a lot of cool industry people that came through there because Burbank is where a lot of the studios are. Yep. And there's a recording studio nearby. And so one night I waited on, which I did not know was, a, it was them. It was a band. And I, I'm sarcastic. I make fun of people, whatever. And so they were all laughing that I was completely roasting the lead singer of the band, which the rest of the band is like, fuck yes. Yes. And so I ended up becoming <laughs> friends with them. Oh, wow. And uh, another girl that worked there too, the two of us became really good friends with them. And so every time they come through town, they um, hook us up with tickets. We've I've seen them probably like seven times now. Oh, that at it, different venues? Or? Different, different venues here. I've seen them here, Atlanta and Boston, just because of being there randomly when they were there. That's amazing. And um, the when they were there, they were there recording their album. So when their album came out, they thanked me <gasps> and her on their album. Oh my God. It's like in print on the back of the vinyl record. Oh my it's gosh. It's really cool. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah, it was really neat. I wonder what the name of that band was that I just met. <laughs> I was in Turkey at, uh, about a week ago in um, in a town called Adana, uh, Turkey, at an Air Force base, and they had a band come in. Oh. Sure they did. And uh, <laughs> Smash Mouth? There you go. You met Smash Mouth? Yes. <laughs> I met Smash Mouth. <laughs> what? That is the weirdest band for you to have met. Why were they there? They were there because uh, Armed Forces Entertainment paid them to be there. That is so funny. Yeah. The Shrek band. The Shrek. That's, that's, what, that's what I was told later, <laughs> that they were the Shrek band. I never enjoyed that movie. Uh, but of, uh, of course not. Why would I have? Uh, but, but weirdly enough, I really liked that Lego song. Um, so... <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I 
like the Pentatonix version of the I Frozen like the Pentatonix song. a lot. Sure. There, have you ever seen them? Because no, I almost did I wanted once. to. Yeah, they. I mean, I love acapella music too. I'm always like just, Andy loves yeah. acapella. I never it's really cool. I never knew about acapella music. Shocking. Yeah, they're great. Is, uh, did you ever watch Sing or The Voice or not The Voice? But um, no, there was a there was a acapella competition that Pentatonic won. I, that I knew. I saw bits. I saw like their clips from it, but I don't Online. think I've ever actually watched the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, that oh, they're so good. They're really good. And yeah. ever since though the um, the bass guy got replaced, oh. I think he was doing their arrangements because oh, it's no. not as good. Oh, that sucks. Because I think he was the sort of the 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 genius behind the arrangements, yeah. and his solo work isn't as good as it was. It was sort of it was a it was a perfect storm with the five of them, you know. So uh, now they've replaced two people, and they aren't as good as they were. But I don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what, sometimes that happens though. Like, uh, it's funny because like with NSYNC, Justin had this gigantic career after. Yeah. And then JC tried to split off and do his own thing and everyone was like, no, thank you. Oh, <laughs> so shit. it's like, no, it's just crazy. Like, you know, like sometimes they're better solo and sometimes they're just, they can't do it without the group. For the millionth time here on The Dork Forest, I'd like to bring up the music, uh, the, the, <laughs> the movie Music and Lyrics. <laughs> Have you ever seen music and lyrics? I have not. Here, Drew Barrymore. You have, you have one and up Hugh on Grant. Me. Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. And America's favorite couple. America's favorite weird couple. That uh, it is genuinely a hilarious send up of Wham. Essentially, is it Wham? Really? Yeah. It is about uh, the guy that isn't George Michael, and um, and his career. Tw- um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Grant plays essentially that guy. Okay. And um, and coming back, and there is a, a character based kind of on Shakira, and there and it is so tongue in cheek, and I it is so you genuinely, it is, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's one of the best terrible movies in the whole wide world, <laughs> and there is a Shakira like moment where she comes out of a giant Buddha. That doesn't make any sense, and she's shaking her ass, and she's in a gold. <laughs> You're just and Kristen Johnson from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Remember Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun? Very tall. Kirstie Alley? Nope, not Kirstie Alley. Uh, it's either Kristen Johnson or Kirsten Johnson. Which one is she? Who did she? She play? was the sister. I don't remember. I I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I don't like. Yeah, but that's her name, and okay. she uh she's in it, and okay. she plays Drew Barrymore's sister, and uh, she steals every scene she's in. Oh, that's fine. And um, and it is uh adorable. And oh, I need to see it. it uh, anyway, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and see it, and then tweet about it. Please uh, do, <laughs> please do tweet about it. And uh, by the way, uh, we are talking at this time with Valerie Tossi. You guys, it's Valerie underscore Tossi, T O S I, and on Instagram and what's call it. Uh, the Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> and um, so what else happened? Okay. You are with Jeff May and go to ValerieTossi.com slash tour, T-O-S-I. Oh, you're reminding May 20 people. to 26. Yep. And Mermaid Comedy Hour. Yeah. Uh, second Monday of the Improv. Yeah. Of the month. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Jackie Cation here with an ad for The New Yorker. I just watched a video on NewYorker.com, and it was Zach Galifianakis writing captions for the New Yorker cartoons. It was hilarious, and it was wonderful. With the code DORK, go to NewYorker.com slash DORK, put in the code DORK, and you save 50% off. You get 12 weeks of the New Yorker for $6, plus the exclusive tote 
You get a tote bag. I love The New Yorker. I'm in. I'm on board. I read an article about voting. I've read three articles in the last week, and it's exciting. So The New Yorker obviously represents the best writing in America today. They publish the best writers. They hold people in power accountable through rigorous reporting and really compelling storytelling. So both online and in print, The New Yorker covers a full range of topics, including politics, news, international affairs, climate change, the environment, popular culture, arts, fiction, food, humor, and cartoons. They write beautifully and go in-depth into subjects that you may not have previously put much thought into. At the end of reading that article, you're fascinated, you know more than you think you know. It's amazing. Sometimes it's tens of thousands of words on topics like the world's diminishing supply of sand and hunting down heirloom beans, things that you wouldn't know that you would find fascinating. But I do love The New Yorker. So 12 weeks for $6 plus The New Yorker tote bag. You get home delivery of the print edition each week, unlimited access to newyorker.com with 10 to 15 exclusive site-only stories every day, access to the apps, online archive, the crossword puzzle. Go over to newyorker.com slash dork and get The New Yorker. You know you want to. Let's get back into the show. So what, give me something else. What else you got? All right. Well, let's see. Um, Oh, okay. What's the weirdest one you've ever done? Oh, man. Okay. Well, the weirdest one. Um, Okay. So I went and saw Real Big Fish because I was a big, I, I, like I said. Is that ska? It is ska. All right. Like I said, my taste knows no bounds. That's it. That's awesome. So, um, because I was, like I said, I played trombone. So I would go home and learn all the Real Big Fish fish songs on trombone because I was a giant nerd. (laughs) And um, so, so yeah, so I loved Real Big Fish. So I went and saw them and um, it's funny because they have a song called Valerie Oh, wow. And I asked them about it because I met them after because of course I did. And uh, and I was like, where did that song come from? And they're like, oh, it's a we our old manager's name was Val and he was a dick. And I was oh. like, aw. Boo. <laughs> but, um, but they had an opening band called Lucky Boys Confusion, mm-hmm. which is one of the only times I was a uh, trashy fangirl and uh, hooked up with one of the band members. Oh, there you go. Yep. What, that's uh- – that I think is a is sometimes because you can fall for because because there's if if there's a person who's who's uh, rocking out on stage mm-hmm. whether it's stand up or music yeah. or theater yeah you know like I mean I'm not saying that uh, I because Christopher Jackson who played uh, Washington in Hamilton oh yeah yeah I think he's gay uh, and I'm married and we we've never met it's just, uh, but it could, I would it totally could never wa- be. <laughs> it, it could never, we weren't meant to be uh, but I would totally fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to hear that but uh, there it is well you know what it was is that uh, after when we met them during the show this was back when Harry Potter was like not as gigantic as it is now oh right before and it, it blew the hell up yeah and so he was a Harry Potter fan yeah because we were just I think he had on like a shirt that alluded to it or something I forget he had, or tattoo I forget what it was but then I was like you like Harry Potter too and that was like <laughs> yeah how gross is that? <laughs> and you're oh. like, and together, we must sleep together because of an 11-year-old wizard. I know. And <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <laughs> it does feel a little creepy. Yep, yep. But, uh, all right, well, um, that's, that is, that's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else I've got over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. What was the that one was you were going to? That was Big Fish. There's, our club and we There's one right that. down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So this is, this one is, this one's tough. So one of my favorite artists that I've seen live, and I've seen them live uh, three times, mm-hmm. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Okay. And 
uh, I actually saw one of his last show. Uh, one of his last shows when do you remember how he he died he died he's from dead a, a heart of, yes yes Jackie <laughs> he is dead he has passed away Tom Petty has passed away um so he a little over a year ago now I believe and so he passed away and um I saw him at the bowl I believe it was right is oh that the Hollywood Bowl is? I think it was the bowl yeah I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl and he passed away right uh, like six days later. Okay. Which is crazy. So I saw his second to last concert. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was really nuts. In fact, I wasn't even supposed to be at that concert because I had tickets for the Dodger game that night. And um, uh, I was with, uh, oh, I was with TJ Chambers, who you know. Yeah. We had tickets to go to the Dodger game. Chess and, dork. Um, chess dork. He's been on the program. <laughs> and uh, and so friends of him hit, uh, hit him up and he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, a couple friends of mine had extra tickets to Tom Petty, but I told him we already had tickets to go to the Dodger game. And I was like, you call them back right now and tell them we'll go to Tom Petty. We can exactly. see the freaking Dodgers anytime we want. And let me tell you something. 132 games. And uh, the other thing is, is call my dad. Uh, my dad would tell me to go. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he would Completely. do it. be like, what are you out of your mind? Especially because it wasn't the Red Sox. He'd be like, go to the goddamn concert. Um, but yeah, it was crazy and very surreal. And then, you know, a couple days later he died. And I just kept saying like, thank God. Because that's kind of been... My whole thought behind going to all these shows is that you never know how much longer somebody's going to be around, especially when it's one of these older, like, rock people. Right. You just don't know how many times you're going to It's true. Gonna and 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 it's it's so fascinating that they continue playing, sort of like stand-up, mm-hmm. that they continue touring. Yeah. Even in into their 70s, you yeah. know, and this stuff. What about those shows in Vegas? Have you ever tried to go to one of those? I haven't. There's a few that I do want to go to. I really want to see Lady Gaga's Enigma. I've heard it's supposed to be great. Oh, wow. Um, I've seen her. I saw her a year last year, I think. Okay. Um, I saw her at the Forum. And um, that's the one that's over by... Uh, like Inglewood. Okay. And, um, and so she was great. And so I would love to see Enigma. I heard it's incredible. And so she's doing some sort of... She's doing a residency. A now. residency in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I saw Barry Manilow in... Uh, How in, was that? It was it was awesome. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. He's an amazing performer. And he could not have been nicer to the middle-aged white ladies in the front row. Well, that's his demo. <laughs> that's his demo. It was... And, the, and their husband's just standing there taking pictures. Yeah. And him singing while... And then he... He did his encore on stair- a staircase that came up into the balcony. I was in the front. It was my bachelorette party. <laughs> Your bachelorette party was at Barry Manilow? Yeah. I Well, my friend TJ, my roommate from college, was like, well, do you want to go to Vegas for your bachelorette party? And I was like... Well, I don't drink. I don't feel like yeah, prostitutes. Like, do you want to go for my bachelorette? Yeah, party? I was like, and I don't want to gamble because I lose money. And she's like, I want to take you to Barry Manilow because it's funny. And I said, oh. You do know me. I do want to go to that. And I didn't think anybody would want to go, but every, like, sister flew in from, because she thought it was funny. That's super funny. Jimmy Pardo's wife, uh, my friend Danielle Koenig, she came from L.A. Like, everyone came. That's so great. It's always interesting when they do those, because there's been some, like, Celine Dion, I think, did one. Yes. I would go see that. I would have gone to see that. Janet Jackson? I would no. go. See, I would see Janet Jackson. I yeah, guess she's doing one now, I believe, or or it's about to start. Right. Um, Britney Spears was doing one, right. which I heard was really great. And then now there's that whole debacle that's going on with her. What happened to? Uh, oh, did you not hear about this? No. Nope. Okay, so you know, you know Barbara Gray and and uh, Tess. Um, yeah, Rafferty. No. Nope. No. Te- oh, Tess Barker. Yes, thank you. From and, from um, their Lady, Lady to Lady podcast. So they have another podcast that's called Britney's Graham, where it's literally a podcast just about Britney's Instagram. It's very funny. That is awesome. And so um, a couple weeks ago, 
she kind of, or maybe even it's been longer than that now. She was supposed to do a residency again in Vegas. And then she kind of like canceled it last minute without any reason as to why. Mm -hmm. And there was this whole big thing about it. People thought that um, her dad was sick. So they wanted to, uh, so she wanted to spend time with her family. Yeah. But she's been under a conservative, uh, what is it? A con- cons- conservancy? Conservatorship? Is that okay. what it's called? Where basically, back when she had that moment where she went crazy, the dad and her reps have full control over her assets and her money and everything. So she can't make decisions on her own. It's She's still under this and she's like 38 now. What? It's super fucked up. And so when she disappeared, at first people thought it was because her dad was sick and whatever, but then things kept getting weirder and weirder. And so they think that they that basically she checked into a mental institution and again, like they checked her in against her will. And so there's been this whole, like there was the Free Britney campaign and uh, there's just been a whole lot of- Weird. Yeah, they got interviewed by like Access Hollywood and all this about it because they were the ones to break the story because they got Wait, they got like, Tess and Babs yes because they got they got oh my um, God. it's so crazy so they got a um a, an anonymous tip but it was a credited source mm-hmm. that that uh about what that she got checked in against her will and so now like since then because she had gone dark on her Instagram now yeah. since then. She posted a video that seemed like she looked awful and it seemed like really weird that she was like, please respect my privacy. I'm fine. Like, da 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 da. Oh my God, like coerced. It was really weird. And so there's, yeah, it's been very, very, very messed up. So so she's not doing a residency right now. (laughs) (laughs) So she's not performing in Vegas. So we can't see her. But yeah, but that whole thing was was bananas yeah that is bananas yeah i just remembered another band that i saw because andy took me to that i had never heard of oh that people were like i can't believe you got to see them which was dead can dance are you familiar I with know, dead can i don't dance? know who that is well they're a big deal yeah, <laughs> among some circles oh cation one tossy <laughs> exactly tossy you've never heard of dead can dance me neither <laughs> anyway they were delightful don't know anything about them oh here's another uh oh. band that, that that actually made me think of it yeah um Dead Man's Bones. Have you ever heard of that no, band? No, no, no. Where it's are they out of? Ryan Gosling's band. Uh-oh. Yes. Deadpool? No, yeah. you're thinking that's <laughs> Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I get all the Ryans, all have the Chris's. Have you seen The Notebook? <laughs> I have not seen The Notebook. Really? No. Okay, well, that's Ryan. Have or, you seen um, Avengers? Dra- Dra- of course I have. <laughs> I, did you see Endgame yet? Yep. Oh, my God. Have you seen so it? Good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's perfect. Nope. Uh, really? But uh, my favorite Avengers will always be the first Avengers. Okay. Um, this Avengers was better, I think, than Infinity Gauntlet. I agree. Infinity and, War? Uh, Infinity, Gauntlet? Infinity Gauntlet? What's happening? <laughs> uh, this, that is actually my dorkdom. How could I be wrong about that? I don't know, but it was um, delightful to witness. Oh, good. I'm so glad you were there for it. Um, yeah, Infinity War. But uh, yeah, no, the uh, Avengers, yeah. Andy and I are going to do a spoiler episode oh, because funny. they've introduced time travel. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Why would they do that? That's a terrible idea. Really? Um, well, I mean, it it can what it does is it ends up muddying all of the waters that ever were. And because and granted, time travel was already introduced into the MCU with mm. Deadpool and uh and I think the X-Men um did it with yeah, mm-hmm. it was with the yeah. with the with the I don't remember. the two sets of X-Men that was the 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 old X-Men and the young X-Men, they did a, it was with a, it might have been with Apocalypse, might not have been, it doesn't yeah. matter. But it, but time travel is always very dodgy. Yeah. You know, remember when Loki, uh, yes. he gets the Tesseract yeah. and poofs out yeah. in 2012? Yeah. Well, 
you fucked everything up because <laughs> uh, now there's now there's several versions of that. So uh, that's true. spurs and timelines. I don't mind. I mean, I mind, but I'm trying not to mind because it is a comic book movie yeah. and everything can be corrected. So, yeah, that's true. And I really like I just liked how they tied a lot of the stuff up with like the, the oh, thing yeah. with Captain America. Yeah. Um, it cried the, really hard when it uh, with you know, uh, I the wouldn't. two people. I won't spoil, but like yeah. the two people that ended up not making it, uh, the, right? Especially the last one. I like. Uh, it was just. It was. Whew, yeah. It was yeah. Rough. Well, I mean, and and to to not to, yeah, we don't want to spoiler it, but yeah. it's um, but it was. I thought that the the and this is not a spoiler. It is a superhero movie. Yeah. They beat Thanos. I'm not going to break any eggs here by telling you that it turns out they win. Yeah. Uh, but I but thought... But not without cost. <laughs> well, uh, there's always a cost. But the thing about beating... they The way they beat Thanos was perfect. They could have, for me, ended the movie right there. But they've never ended a movie since Die Hard with one <laughs> fucking ending anymore. Yeah, that's There true. always has to be one more goddamn scene like Con Air. I mean, literally, <laughs> I can reference a thousand... I'm going to take my socks off. Do it. Take them off. It's, it's your uh, house. It's my house. I live here. And anyway. A lot of people have been saying... I've, I've seen a few people that were like, I feel like Endgame could have been a little bit shorter. Um, probably because of the, the Oh, but they stuff. But they did the... They, they, they did the... The time travel where we got to dance, it was a, vi- a victory lap. Yeah. Like, we got to dance through the last, I mean, this is the 22nd movie. Yeah. Here's the amazing thing for, for all of these movies that I think is kind of neat. They've made 22 movies, and none of them sucked. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Yeah. Did you like Captain Marvel, by the way? I loved Captain Marvel. I, li- I liked it a lot. What am I looking uh, at? That's my challenge coin, my Captain Marvel. I'm wearing cha- uh, Captain Marvel pants. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even uh, notice that. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I have a Captain Marvel hoodie. It's funny because I, I liked it a lot, especially mm-hmm. because the 90s is like one of my favorite. I, I, oh, I was the, unmoved about the 90s. See, but... I liked it just because of the soundtrack. Like, oh, the, hilarious. The music, I mean, the music okay. to it is, is great. That's all. Like, that's some of my favorite stuff. But it's uh, – I liked it. I feel like my only thing is I feel like it – it was a little predictable. There was nothing that I was like, that I was like, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Because it, yeah, I, it, it was, you know what it was? It was a very sort of, sort of like Doctor Strange, where yeah. it was a basic origin story kind of thing. Yes. And it, and it, it had a linear path. Yeah. But what I genuinely loved about Captain Marvel was the heart of it. Yeah. It felt like, and I've said this before, but it really, it felt like the Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Oh. Where she is a noble warrior hero. Yeah, she is a noble warrior hero when she is uh, in the air force, mm-hmm. when she is a child, when she is with the Kree, and when she finds out that the Kree betrayed her. Yeah, so th- it's a through line where she is just a good person the whole yeah. time. And in, in um, Endgame, it was interesting because it was shot before Captain Marvel was released, or even I believe oh, shot. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So I think that they didn't exactly know what to do with her, but they know that they needed her because she she gets her power from the Tesseract, right. from that cosmic cube. Yeah. And so one of my favorite scenes in Captain Marvel is when she's tossing it around, and uh, Nick Fury's like, "Hey," and she's like, "You need oven mitts? Uh, it's don't be." Don't be that yeah. because she's tossing an infinity stone around. Yeah. Because that's where she got her power. It doesn't affect her. Yeah. It's like tossing the one ring around. It's the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it, it's like, oh, you want to be a little careful with that? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you you don't have to worry about it. It's yep. uh and and so but 
it's very Tom Bombadil with the one ring. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> allow me to rabbit hole fucking. I'm going to feel free to listen to uh, the spoiler episode with Andy <laughs> that will be revealed because we're going to go see it again on Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, I want to see it again, too. It was really great. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see mind it seeing in, it in 3D. I just, I mean, do you ever wear contacts or do you always wear glasses? I used to always wear contacts. Now I always wear glasses. See, I, I can't stand things in my eyes, so I always wear glasses. So mm-hmm. for me, I hate seeing stuff in 3D because I hate having them sit on top of my glasses. Oh, fair enough. The weird thing about what I love that they've kept up with 3D because I mm. think it's going to be amazing eventually. And there is a 3D IMAX experience over at the Chinese Man Theater. Oh. Don't mix it up with the 4D real D bullshit, See, which is... I like those when your chair the, is moving. The chair is moving yeah. and it's spinning at See, you. See, I like because I saw when they did the anniversary of Jurassic Park. I went and saw the <laughs> original Jurassic Park like that, In which that. was so fun. If you yes. see a movie that you have seen before, yes. Sure, that's fair. If you see a movie, like I, we thought we were going to three <laughs> IMAX 3D. We accidentally landed in 4D real oh, no. whatever. And it was the Black Panther movie. Yeah. And first of all, the, the flower that turns him into the Black Panther... Terrible smell of vision. Uh, <laughs> the chair is rocking and punching you in the butt, yeah. and uh, things are spitting at you. There's air blow. I'm like, hey man, I'm trying to watch a movie here, and uh, it is not enhancing the experience. You're like, if I wanted to watch it in the back of a Jeep Cherokee, then I would. <laughs> right in the back of, essentially, on a turbulent airplane yeah. is what it sounds oh, like. God. Anyway. We uh, we're getting close to an hour, and I weeded off into Marvel Universe That's time. That's okay. I'm here but, for it. Right. So what uh, what do you think of the soundtrack actually to uh, uh, Infinity uh, it, Endgame? I like. I'm trying to remember what I heard because it was it weird because it was it so was much weird. time travel that they kept popping different genres in. Yeah, I, my, it was funny because I, when I was watching it, they had that one song that I was like, wasn't this in Guardians of the Galaxy? And then I was like, oh, that's why they're playing it is because yes. it's that very famous like sequence. Yeah. Um, so I think my favorite soundtrack to all the Marvel movies are is the Guardian soundtracks, both one and two. Are both, both one so and two? Good. Yeah. It's so funny because um, I really liked one, yeah. even though that Pina Colada song. Remember that Pina Colada that's song? The, is that also your Benny and the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> There's, I find that song very soothing because i remember it from when i was a child okay but when i listen to it i'm like these assholes are both assholes <laughs> what, what you ever listen to lyrics to songs and go who the fuck are these people yeah please get your shit together and not be a monster i mean are you in a relationship or aren't you <laughs> uh this is a reveal of uh, how i listen to music i mean th- that's why you don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Except for I've been listening to the new Lizzo album. It's so good. It is very good. I that she's on my bucket list now. Like I, I think the her show. I tried to get the pre-sale tickets and I couldn't get it to work. So I think it's sold out already. She's playing at the Palladium Ooh. in I think October. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. I, but like, I'm sure she's gonna. First of all, she was a marching band bitch too. Oh, and she, was there's she? A, look it up. There's an amazing video of her um, playing the flute. While she was like, a flautist? Yes. She's like, she's in her like dope ass little uh, like marching band uh, uniform? U- unitard or whatever that she's in. And she, cause it's, she's on stage, it's at a concert and she's like dancing like a maniac and somebody just like tosses her a flute and she starts ripping it out on the flute and you're like, what? <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. I got to look that up because really she awesome. is. I love. You know, I uh, I think I've listened to probably, I mean, there's only six free songs on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's not that I don't have $11. I do. Do you have Spotify? Uh, I do. 
Is she on Spotify? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, she's yeah. on Spotify. The whole album's on Spotify. It's okay. great. Yeah, yeah, listen to it on there. It's the, great. Even the first song on that album, that like that like major beat drop in the beginning, I'm just yeah. like, this is so awesome. Like yeah. it had me in right away. Yeah. It's so good. She's really, she's really great. And I'm, uh, of course, this is not, I, I don't think I'm alone. I've never heard of her. But I know that for me, of course, I've never heard of her. <laughs> have you heard of her? Who? Lizzo. Uh, yeah. yeah well, like for 10 years? Like have you known of her? Not that long. I've known about her for maybe like two. Okay. She has a, this really great song that was one, uh, I think kind of her breakout song. It's called Good As Hell. That's the one that I love the best right now. Yeah. That's an older song. Right. That the Juice one is from the new juice album, Juice is right? from the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Good uh, As Hell good is kind of great. And I was watching the official video for it and I was like, Fucking own it. So you know who introduced me to Lizzo was who? um. Do you know you know M Arnold? Yeah. So she, she when we both like she's great because she went through a shitty breakup and she created this amazing playlist on Spotify that just says fuck you with like a million views. And so when I went through a breakup, she's like, "Girl, I have the playlist for you." And she sent it to me, and that song, "Good as Hell," because it's all it. a lot of basically like, "Hey, fuck you, I don't need you" songs. Right, like walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, get out. And Emma Arnold, by the way, uh, number one favorite episode of The Dork Force last year. Really? It was about bees. Oh, my God. She's she's, a beekeeper. She is so funny. So when I – so she invited me up because she was – she runs a couple of one-nighters up in – there's one in – Oh, does she? Yeah. She runs one – well, one is gone now because the venue is – they sold it. But she does one at the Woodland Empire, which is a really cool brewery in Boise. Okay. And then there's a second one-nighter that's at – it was in Ketchum, which is like Sun Valley, Mm -hmm. at the Hot Water Inn. And it's this cool inn. Like, it's really only during the fall and winter that they did the show. Sun Valley's so beautiful. It was awesome. And so I um, headlined both of those for the weekend and when we were in, in Ketchum we went for like a walk out in the middle of nowhere yeah. in there, just the woods and we randomly stumbled upon someone's beehives like their collections yeah. of boxes of bees oh. and Emma was like oh and she just like no suit nothing just starts like lifting the lid <laughs> looking at everything I was like I'm gonna be 500 to a thousand feet this way <laughs> right because she did she want to check on the health of the beehives or i don't something, know or? she's just into it because that's her thing that like, is she, genuinely just, her no thing no fear no fear no fe- well you know she my favorite story from that episode is about how her dad doesn't wear the suit she wears the suit and he makes fun of her for for wearing the suit and so one time they go to pick up three boxes of bees 20,000 a box, 60,000 bees in the back of a Subaru. Her stepdad and her mom are in the front oh seat. She's in the ma- the middle seat, and there's 60,000 bees. And she's like, hey, can we crack a window back here? <laughs> there's a lot of bees. <laughs> can you imagine how deafening that sound is in the car, too? Right. And her dad's like, we're going to lose bees. Oh and she's like, I'm willing to lose 15 bees, Dad. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> Fun fact. Jeff, uh, Jeff May, his mom is also a beekeeper. She's oh got a ton of bees. People are trying to save bees. It's so great. Like That's I'm so actually because when we go on tour, because his mom is out in uh, they're in Charlton, and so he, I was like, I'm so excited to meet the bees. <laughs> like, his mom's like, when you come home, you gotta meet the bees. And he's like, I've met bees. I don't want to go. But, I want to meet sixty thousand bees. Oh what bees? God. That one. Yeah, right. And. Uh, uh, Valerie, we are yes. in an hour. Oh my gosh! Is there one last band? Since I I, I took some of your time, um, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this because I, I don't know if anybody cares, but um, I just saw care. Bikini Kill, which was really cool. Bikini Kill, the band. Uh, yes, they are like a super uh, uh, riot girl, like punk band from the nineties. Okay, uh, it was their first show in like fifteen years. Okay, and so, but I've seen. I mean, I've seen Nine Inch Nails. I've seen. Uh, God, who? Uh, 
Yeah, rattle off some. Fi- oh, yeah. Okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire? Earth, Have you seen the fire? Palestinian Light Orchestra? Do you ever see them? The PLO? I'm kidding. Okay. I was like, do you I'm, mean? I'm riffing. Do you mean I mean ELO. ELO. Okay. I do. It's, I'm kidding. I'm Have you ever seen ELO? Have I seen? No, I haven't seen ELO, but I All would right. like to see them. Um, let's see. Lady Gaga, Blondie, Garbage, Soundgarden, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Dave Matthews, Decemberist, uh, Brandy Carlisle, seen a bunch, John Mayer, Jeff Beck, who's an amazing guitar player. Decemberist. That's yep. some sad sack rock and roll. I know. Yeah. Good for them. Yep. Tedeschi Trucks Band, which was uh, Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. He's an amazing guitar player and okay. she's an amazing vocalist. Uh, Beth Hart, ZZ Top, I've seen twice. Mm, beards. Uh, ger- <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel, Journey, uh, Imagine Dragons, Kenny Chesney and Rascal Flatts. So there's some country for okay, you. Okay, there you go. Uh, Dashboard Confessional, which and Thrice was their opener, which doesn't make any sense because Thrice is like a mosh pit band and oh. Dashboard Confessional is very emo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wore sandals and got stuck in a mosh pit at the beginning of that and I had to punch someone in the face. <laughs> oh my God, get off of me. So yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The Black Keys, Gwen Stefani. I've seen a bunch of people. I've been to... Now, this is a rough estimate because I know there's some that I didn't have the stubs for and I can't remember. Sure. If we're including... Uh, I, I've been to about 88 concerts. Wow. Which is a lot. Probably about 100 if I... Like for sure. ones that I just can't remember. But for uh, bucket list people that I have been yeah. wanting to see, The Stones. I've never seen The Stones. Okay. Aeros- Rolling Stones. Yes. Sure. Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen. Heart, which I think I'm going to try. I to saw see. that was the first band I ever saw. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love them. And Andy loves the Heart. They're um, great. They're, they were they're very doing good. Um, a show in September. They're playing at the Bowl and Joan Jett's opening, which is going to be awesome. Holy shit! In yeah. September? Yeah. It's it's the weekend after Labor Day. Like, do you the, already have tickets? Money. No, I'm. I need to get tickets. Yeah. Uh, all right, because he that would. Oh my god! Should we would, all go? Yeah. <gasps> oh my god! I would love that. Yeah. I will. Uh, yeah. Let's figure out when that is, okay. and I will. Uh, we will because f- he. Would die. Oh, yeah, he would love it, mind. and I enjoy heart a great deal. Yeah, from what I remember as well. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but yeah, they were. I mean, who else? Patty yeah. Smith. I want to see Madonna. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If please God let there be a Led Zeppelin reunion tour with John Bonham's son, just please do it. We all want it. Just make the people happy. Um, I knew some people who like Led Zeppelin. I remember them. Yep. Uh, it was literally my friend Jillian Jacobs still listens to only so Led Zeppelin. Jillian Jacobs? Yeah. Oh, no, no, not a comic. She's a friend of mine from college. <laughs> she lives in Denver. Isn't no Jillian Jacobs? Isn't that an actor though? No, that's an actor. No, she is uh, the mother of two. I'm sure. I'm sure. I've been <laughs> sure there's a second. Jillian Jacobs is an actor though. Not that sure. Jillian Jacobs. No, she's a mother of two. <laughs> Valerie Tossi, thank you so much for doing the dork oh, yeah. for us. Thanks this for is so me. great. Everybody, go see some stand-up comedy by the great Valerie Tossi, oh, and it's follow her on the Twitter and uh, Instagram at Valerie underscore Tossi T O S I. And thank you so much. Uh, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?